0: our heads in prayer. Lord, whether we're gathered here in person or in the fellowship chapel or online, we rejoice to be together, to be together in your house, in your presence, to sit at your feet today and hear your word. Lord, help us to take that word, your word, to heart. And grow in our faith. In your name we pray. Amen. Stephen was younger, a lot younger, was a kid. I think it was a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, and we were playing a game. It was one of those games that takes hours to play. I think it was either Monopoly or Risk. And about two hours into the game, it was obvious that I was going to lose. And I tried to surrender. I attempted again and again to give up. But Stephen insisted that I keep playing. I think he was enjoying slaughtering me. This is what I thought at first. And then I realized something. It wasn't the game. It was the time we were spending together. Think about it. Giving someone time is a tremendous gift. Especially in our world. Even in COVID-19, the gift of time is a very precious gift. Have you ever, I don't know if they still do it when I was a kid, I always see it on Bozo's Circus. They'd have this guy come in and he would have a bunch of poles and he'd start a plate spinning on the pole. And once he got one plate going... He'd go to another one, get another plate going, then he'd go back and get the other one going, and then he get a third plate going, and then he'd get a fourth, fifth, sixth. And pretty soon he's got a dozen plates going. He's he's running around trying to get them, keep them all spinning until finally he has so many plates going that eventually one stops and goes to the ground and crashes. I think that's a picture of the way for the most part we spend our lives running around trying to keep the plates spinning. Whatever they are, whatever they may be, we got, even in the midst of a pandemic, most of you here have a lot going on. And even though maybe this December isn't as busy as it normally is, it still just piles stuff on top of family get-togethers. Maybe some parties. There's still decorations to put up, presents to buy, presents to wrap, cookies to bake. Believe me, yes, there are cookies to bake. Right? Shopping to do, cards to address and send out, and, and eventually, sometimes December and maybe this year too, seems like there's just too many plates spinning and you can't keep them going. And so with all the demands... To give someone time is a precious gift. Now, folks, when when you have learned a language, but you stop speaking it, it goes away. Not that Lynn and I were fluent in German three years ago. But we were doing a lot better than we do now. Why? Because we don't speak German. Don't hear it around us all the time. We don't practice it daily. So we're losing it. And I think that's what happens in, our, in the busyness of our lives. We lose the ability to speak the language of time to each other. Any of you come home after a long day, worn out, with no energy to give to your family? Any of you come home and from work, and yet instead of spending time with your family, you get on your computer... And work some more. Happen That maybe your spouse wants to talk with you? Or your child or your grandchild wants to show you something and you get kind of resentful and why are they imposing on you? Don't they know you have more important things to spend your time on? That's the problem, isn't it? Speaking the love language, this love language, is not a matter of how much time you have. It's a matter of what your priorities are. Remember that. How you spend your time reveals what's important to you. And so if you come home and you go right back to work and you have no time for your family, at least at that moment, it's saying what your priority is, how you spend your time. If your spouse or your kids want to talk, but you're too busy watching a TV show or a sporting event, you and I are saying something about what matters to us. Remember a few years ago, a father was asked by his son to go with him on a scouting weekend. But dad said, I'm too busy, got too much to do. You know what he did while his son went on the weekend without him? He went golfing. That was a big statement of what his priorities are. How we spend our time Gives a clear indication of what we really care about. It's the same with God's use of time. God's use of time reveals who is important to Him. I want you to think about this passage from Galatians 4. In the fullness of time. God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, that that we might receive the full rights of sons. You know, I, I titled this sermon, The God Who Has All the Time in the World, because that's literally true. Our God is a God who has all the time in the world. And what this passage tells us is, what did he choose to do with it? Well, he promised our first parents. I'll give you an offspring. It'll crush the serpent's head. And then he took the time to come to Abraham and he said, Through your family, all nations are going to be blessed. And he took the time to come to this enslaved, poor, nobody family, the, the, the Hebrews, the Israelites. And delivered them from slavery in Egypt as a way of showing the whole world how he was going to do it for all of us eventually in Christ. And then he came to a little shepherd boy, run to the litter, named David made him king and said, and I'm going to give a king from your family who's going to reign forever. And then he came and he took the time to send prophets like Isaiah who told us that a virgin would conceive and give birth to a son and call his name Emmanuel. And unto us, a child would be born and a son would be given. And then he said, Micah the prophet, to tell us of a shepherd who would be born in Bethlehem. And on and on the list goes until we come to what we celebrate today. He gave a man dressed in camel's hair with a leather belt Around his waist, standing out in the wilderness by the Jordan River, saying, Repent, prepare the way of the Lord. And he didn't just spend his time with the Israelites. You need to read the book, Prophecy Daniel. Daniel talks about the fact that there were going to be four kingdoms, and he, he lays out the, the kingdoms of Babylon and Persia and Greece leading up to the Roman Empire, and you know all of that history was God putting in place the Pax Romana, the period of the time of Saint Augustine, Augustus Caesar, the time when there was unprecedented peace, at least in the Western world, a time when there was safety and protection and good roads, uh, the perfect moment when God would give his own son to the world, and then everything would be in place one language and everything, so that the gospel could spread as at no other time in history. Why did God do that with his time that we might receive the adoption? as sons. He did it for you and me. And he hasn't stopped either, has he? You know, the, the epistle reading today answers the question, why hasn't Jesus come again? Because God is being patient. Because he's giving us time. The gift of love. Listen to the words. It says, Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness. He's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. He is giving the world time. Time to know him, time to believe in him, time to turn to him, time to repent, time to be saved. He's saying loud and clear to this whole world, I love you. That's why I'm giving you time. And he doesn't just say it to the whole world, does he? says it to you, to me. He wants you to know personally that he loves you, that he's patient with you. He devotes time personally to you. I remember a song that the, the band likes to sing of you waited... For me. Think about that. Come unto me, he says to you, all you who are weary and burdened. I'll give you rest. Ask, and it will be given to you. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Seek, and you will find. You, he says, you may ask for anything in my name. I will do it. Pray without ceasing. God is saying, the door is open. He who has all the time in the world has it for you. Listens to, Have you ever thought about that? The God who rules the universe, who governs everything, listens carefully, lovingly to every prayer, never leaves your side, walks with you, helps you, answers your prayers. The Bible says he does not grow tired or weary of you or me. Time. He gives it to us. Again. Again. Again, He's giving you time this morning, isn't He? We always think, well, I don't know if I have time to go to church. My goodness, folks, you feel how arrogant that is? The king of the universe has time for you. That's my urging this morning. Take time daily to take up God's offer of time. I have often thought I was too busy for my devotion time. I was wrong. And if you think you don't have time, you're lying to yourself. Because you have time for what's important. And God invites you. spend time with him, to pray to him, to listen to him, because he wants you to know that he has time for you, he loves you, and he wants you to learn this language, because people around you need time. They do. Yeah, I didn't you know I'm going to use her as an example. I'm going to use Linda as an example. day before Thanksgiving, my wife loves to cook. Those of you who don't watch her Facebook page, you need to. I mean, she, she cooks up a storm. And the day before Thanksgiving, we were having a thunderstorm. There was a lot of cooking going on, right? And she had all this plan and, and, um, and pies to make and everything else. So we'd be ready for Thanksgiving. I'm sure it was the same in your house The day before that, our daughter-in-law called her and said, hey, Kaya and Dylan want to know if they can meet you on FaceTime tomorrow so you can teach them how to make some kind of pie. They've been doing this since COVID started. Linda was busy, but she found the time. And she FaceTimed with Kaya and Dylan and they We're in New York, and she was here, and I don't know what kind of pie it was they made, but they made pie together. Because she wanted her grandchildren to know, I have time for you. That's what God wants us to learn to say to one another. To turn off the TV, to turn off that cell phone, or put it someplace where you can't hear it, turn off the computer and talk to each other and listen to each other. Go for a hike with your spouse. Go rock climbing with your kid. Play risk. Or whatever. Folks, you know, I remember hearing this back in March and April that one of the good things out of COVID was that we saw families spending time with each other for the first time in a long time. Now all we do is complain. Maybe we should still recognize that God Is giving us a gift. The gift of time. A gift by which He says loud and clear to you and me, I love you. And a gift by which He gives us the chance to say it to each other. Amen? Amen. Now may the peace of God, which you pass all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, unto life that is everlasting. Amen.